Well, hello everyone and welcome to GG in the 561. I'm Pam Barker. Thank you for joining me here. Guess what? Tomorrow's the first day of summer. That could be a surprise to some people who are already feeling the heat of summer across the country, really. But yeah, it officially starts tomorrow. And this morning I'm following the story of the people on the submersible, the, the yeah, submarine the civilian people that are missing and it's very tragic it's very sad they were they paid a quarter of a million dollars per ticket to see the remains of the Titanic down below it, it's it's really so sad because um, Gary did an interview with uh, a company that makes these small submarines uh, it's located in Sebastian not that far from us and the people were fantastic. They're so cool and wonderful. And they were telling us then about these uh, these mini subs, and they were getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and they were going to be able to hold at one at one point over 20 people and all the fun, cool things you could do. Uh, there is already a, a yacht. Um, it's it's a commercial yacht. Uh, company where they have a they have helicopters they have submersibles and you can do all of that so it's it's a thing it's a real thing um, we were able to not really go inside one but they were there for us to look inside and we just didn't go all the way inside one I don't think we did anyway it was it was before um, last year or something anyway I hope they find them, but it doesn't sound promising, actually, because they said they fear the mini-sub has gone too deep. They don't really know, though, to tell you the truth. So let me let me lighten it up just a little bit. Someone posted on their, on their Facebook page, they were at the beach. This was in Texas. This was not a Florida beach. And how much better it is to go to the beach in the evening. That is really true for me because the beach gets really hot really fast, at least here in SoFlo where we are. We are we are dangling way down here in in the Atlantic, practically the Caribbean, truthfully. But it's really true and we tend to go, Gary and I, in the evenings and the thing about being around water, even in Florida where it's where it's very warm during the day, it does cool down. It will cool way, way down by the water. Same thing, it's the same thing as the desert, where it's really, really hot, but then at night it cools down. Same thing here. And so going to the beach in the evening is absolutely peaceful and very zen. And I think... I think that is important. And that leads me into a thing I read about your routine. How your routine every day affects what what you do. A routine in the morning is is essential to this by according to this article I read. Get up and do the same thing every morning because that sets your day up. To be good for the rest of the day or at least productive who can say what makes a good day but it's it gives you more productivity 
I don't know. I, I'm skeptical of any of these studies. I think some days, like yesterday, I ripped out half my closet. And it's massive to do that. I mean, massive. And I don't have a huge closet, believe me. And yet, the stuff I got out of there to reorg, donate, all that was shocking. I should have taken a photo and posted it, but it was... Uh, you know, when you're in the middle of that, oh man, you just want to get through it. According to this article, what you should do though, by doing the same things, you should get up. First thing you should do is do something physical. Even, it's some, if, even if it's something small, uh, it, the, the writer of the article goes to the gym every morning. But that's really not even necessary. Just get up and move your body. Move it around in some physical way. I don't know how you can avoid doing that when you get up and you're, you're, you're up and you're moving. But anyway, uh, you, need, you need to do that. Then you, after that, you need to eat a hearty, healthy breakfast. doesn't have to be elaborate, but, but you need breakfast of some sort. For me, I love smoothies in the morning where everything is in there. <laughs> the fruit, the, the, you know, the juice, everything is in there um, on weekdays. That's what I really like. It, it jump starts. It's a good jump start. I'm not one to get up and face a lot of food early in the morning because I'm not a morning person. But I do love really um, healthy, what I consider healthy smoothies. Then the third thing you should do is meditate, reflect, whatever your Zen is. In other words, if you're if you want to pray to your you know spiritual person, if you want to read something inspiring, whatever it is, but feed that part of your body and brain, or just meditate in in quiet. Let your brain rest. The problem with me for meditation during yoga classes that we have taken uh, or just in a group setting where we try, all tried to do meditation in the right way, um, I, I am not very good at that. I try because it's expected. Meditate. And so my brain goes... Mm, but you know what? I really need. I saw that dress or those shoes. I really need to get back before they're sold. You know, it it it's almost like my brain rebels. However, when it's not restrictive like that, or it you know need to do it, need to. Do, that's when I do it. That's when I get reflective. When I sink down into my my thought processes, and sometimes it is with music some people can't can't do that with music i need music and that really helps my brain it helps uh it helps me focus on what i need to meditate on the things i need to resolve within my own brain come to terms with whatever it is speaking of coming to terms during the pandemic lockdown, when we really couldn't, literally could not do anything except order groceries to be delivered, uh, mask up, glove up, everything up, and Gary was the one who did it, and go into the stores to get groceries as needed, 
but that was it. <clears throat> we could go to parks if you uh, found one that was open. I'm talking about public public parks that are free, but they did close them down because they didn't want people together. So we decided that we would do get creative with cooking <clears throat> and new ways of cooking. So he bought every little device that we could. We bought this little uh, electric egg, <clears throat> excuse me, egg, egg cooker. It's not, it's not very big. We still have it. And you could do every kind of egg in the world, in it. I mean, you name it, you could do it in, in this. Any exotic egg dish, you could do it. So that was one thing. We, I ran across it the other day when I was pulling something out of the cabinet. I went, oh, yeah, forgot about that. Uh, we bought sli this slicer thing that was to slice all at once, like an onion or an egg or a, a tomato. This I don't even know where that is. I think we threw it away. Uh, we bought another egg cooker that you put in the microwave. And these were like rubber, individual rubber things that you put your egg in and we did it all. <laughs> yeah, we're not doing that anymore. <laughs> Pandemic's over. Well, hopefully it's over. I, I should have even said that. Ah, take that back. Um, I found this to be very, very interesting. I love flowers. I love fresh flowers. I love having that that beauty in house, but um, it's very difficult to find them. I think probably Costco would have the best price for what you get altogether. Now you can spend a lot of money and go and pick and choose and there are places that do wholesale retail, things like that. But I'm just talking about you want to spend around 20 bucks and you can spend less than that at at uh, Trader Joe's and, and Walmart but yeah I don't like the fake where they color them and then when you put them in the water the water changes color you know what I'm talking about <clears throat> but this story really intrigued me this company is called Glam Fleur as in flower Glam Fleur F-L-E-U-R alright hold on to your chair whatever Take a sip of coffee, whatever. Because when you buy these arrangements for around $200, they will last. These roses, it's it's these are arrangements of roses, what I saw, will last from one to three years. You do nothing. You don't have to water them. You do nothing. They are They are gathered, these roses, in Ecuador at the peak of their beauty. And they, they are put through this chemical process. So I'm not even going to bother trying to tell you the names of the chemicals used. And then they're put in a container, and they're uh, they're short. You know these um, these short uh, they're very short dishes that they put flowers in, and the entire arrangement is rose. There there are no stems. You can see no stems. It's just rose. And if you want to see what they look like, you go to the company Glam. Fleur. One 
to three years these roses will last. I did read reviews on it and they were glowing. Um, were they employees? Were they family? Were they investors? Who knows? I'm very skeptical of reviews. I don't read movie reviews, for example. I want to know myself. I'll, I'll, I'll decide. I'll decide what to think. Don't tell me how to think. Please. I will do it myself. I'm thinking that I may splurge on a $200 arrangement if it's going to last three years. Because what would that be by month? I'm no good at math. You tell me. Because I really don't know. Someone expressed interest because it was Father's Day in, in a, a series I did also during the during the lockdown called My Father's Tales. And it's about my life with my father. And it made me want to listen to it again. It's available on our website, My Father's Tales Audio. I think I did about 15. I'm not even sure now because it's been a while. But I appreciated that. I appreciated someone caring about that and wanting to listen. Because you know what? My dad was flawed. Who isn't? Show me someone. Please. We're all flawed. We're terribly flawed. Some of us are, are, are more flawed than others. Some of us hide our flaws. We're all flawed. My father was too. He was imperfect. But there was so much to him I wanted to document and I wanted to keep, if only just for me. But I really appreciated her for wanting to listen and to know more about this very, very interesting man. And so that came on Father's Day. I uh, posted a real cool picture of my dad um, to say, uh, uh, give a shout out to him on Father's Day. Because fathers get a raw deal a lot of the times. Uh, they have to be the one, you know, <laughs> they have to many times be the one in a, where there's that kind of family, the, the father, the mother situation, they have to be the one that's really not liked because they let the hammer down. And in every movie you see, in every British show you watch, you see that, you see it. It's like, well, over here, the mother... <laughs> Not so much, because a lot of times the mother is the one to yell, to give in, to say yes, to, to tell the father, give the money, <laughs> you know, pay for this, pay for that. And it is demonstrated in every show. We just finished a show called FUBAR, F-U-B-A-R, really pretty good, with Arnold Schwarzenegger on Netflix, where he's the father, and his daughter, he and his daughter are, you know, CIA together, and it's constant conflict. And I just thought, you know, whoever wrote that, they really did get it. And, and the same thing with the British shows, they all get it. So the fathers are sometimes way in the background. They're there, they're, they're doing what fathers do historically. So I think in my own family, you know, it was going shopping with my mother. It was, uh, you know, with the hair and the, you know, the stuff. Meanwhile, here's here was my dad over here, you know. 
that is a regret that I have. There were so many, th I did learn from him a lot, but there was so much more, so much more. And I, and it was too, it's too late. You know, once, once he was gone in 2001, it was too late. I missed that window. I missed that opportunity, but I don't have any regrets about my relationship with my father. We went toe to toe many times because I was as strong-willed as he was. And he knew that my father could be, uh, he, he wasn't a huge man. I don't mean that, but he, he was, uh, he had ethics and he had a moral compass and he could see through BS. And so he could be a little bit intimidating to people because of the way he was. My mother filled up the room with personality and people loved her life of the party kind of woman was my mom with the great clothes and the, you know, I loved everything that, that, that she was, uh, learned so much from her as well. But my dad had a much more quiet presence. So that gets overlooked and, and I think that's a shame. And I think that's the case with many fathers. So to honor him on Father's Day, even though I hate those stupid days, I really do. On Mother's Day, Father's Day, you know what? Treat people the way you should all the time. It shouldn't just be one day, mm, this day, I've got to be nice to the parent or whatever. No, try to be decent all the time. That would be nice. Hence, I have no regrets about my father. Could I have been a better daughter in this way or that? Well, of course, I'm human. Who isn't? who couldn't be better in many aspects of life, right? I know I can, I'm not judging anybody else. I'm just saying for me, yeah, in many ways. But to do the best you can, I, I do. Yeah, some people don't. No, they don't. They actually don't try to be the best they can. But I'm just talking about me. So that when my father did, did depart this world, I had no regrets in my relationship with my dad. He knew who I was. I was in his life. He was in mine. So I hold him in my heart every day. I still talk about him a lot, refer to him. I feel like sometimes he gives me a little tap on the head when, when I, you know, when I need it. I I am from him. I I favor him in my looks. I I have so much within me from him. And that may be one thing that I didn't say enough to him. But like him, I'm flawed. But you know what? Each and every one of us, and this will be my last thing today because I'm going a little bit longer than I like. We are all responsible for our own our own life and our, our mindset every single day. It's, it's uh, existentialism. That's what it is. And that is what I live by. I, and only I, am responsible for my reality, 
for my state of mind, how I get up every day and approach my life, it's up to me because I'm the only one that can do it. I believe being with other people brings joy, it brings strength. You need that interaction. My interaction with people I, I love and care about is important to me. And it's, it's important in life. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, my reality is what I decide. I choose. I'm the one responsible for my reality. And if you're not into that sort of thing, I get it. Because basically, finding the meaning of life, what is the meaning of life? What is it? And if you, if you dive down into existentialism, you will discover a lot about what that means. What is the meaning of life? Five minutes ago is the past. Let it go. Here, right now, being present, being present, being in the world and of the world, right now, this very moment. That's it. That's it. Being present in the moment, creating your mindset creating what is the meaning of life for you. Only I decide that for me. No one else can. No one else can. So anyway, as summer approaches, I hope whatever you do, you will have a fun summer. Um, I'm going to go see what other kind of little uh, devices for, that we bought during the pandemic we can donate. Uh, I know there's a mini waffle maker we bought, and we're keeping that because I love that thing. Gary makes the best waffles on that. Just this morning, we took the back of our SUV filled, filled with old toys, old, you know, stuff that I've had stuck in that closet forever. It's gone. And it's it's a great feeling. Did the Goodwill need my stuff? No, but I'll tell you this much. We're still on the hunt for more uranium glass. <laughs> we love it. We love what we do have. It's gorgeous. We light it up every single night. And we're looking for more of that in thrift stores like Goodwill. I love thrifting, and I will buy this or that, and then it goes eventually pretty quickly sometimes right back. It's donated right back. But I'm supporting the cause, right? Okay, I did talk a little bit more. Sorry about that. But <clears throat> please do look up Gary on All Things Cruise and Splash Magazine. G-E-R-R-Y, but it's pronounced Gary. Thank you very much, Barker. My books are out there on Amazon. Go find them. Go read them. Pamela Barker, you can, if you can't find them, let me know. I'll help you out. These always rest, these podcasts, on NorthPalmBeachLife.com. That's our website. Tons of stuff there. Gary does a lot of photos, and he posts pretty cool stuff on NorthPalmBeachLife.com. But this podcast is available on over 20 platforms. I, uh, Amazon, Spotify, Pandora, iTunes, <clears throat> it's out there. It's everywhere. So you can find me no matter no matter where you're trying to trying to avoid me. You can't. I'm out there. You can't stop me. <laughs> Be sure to go to our YouTube channel. 
while you're at it, NorthPalmBeachLife.com. Gary has a lot of fun videos out there. so we, And we do know you are. Thank you for that. Thank you for being here with me. I see you. I see you. You're on the other side. I'm seeing you mystically, right? Magically. And I appreciate you. I'm Pam Barker. This is my podcast, Eugene the 561. Stay with me.